like you don't have to be shy you don't have to feel bad you don't have to be afraid or too concerned about what that person will think of you because sometimes it's better to not commit than to commit and then you cannot deliver Hey everyone, welcome to All Things About Life, a podcast where I'll be sharing with you some of the things that I've learned and impacted my life, which I believe it will speak to you and impact your life in a very unique and special way. We cover character building, leadership, finance management, spirituality and more. I mean literally anything and everything about life. I'm Josh and welcome to episode 4. Hey everyone, this is a long-awaited episode 4. Man, I miss you guys, I miss doing this, and I hope everything has been well for you. So, about a month ago, while I was walking around at one of the malls at Singapore, I walked into this Times bookstore, and I came across this book called HBR Guide to Work-Life Balance by Harvard Business Review Press. Actually, there was a lot of interesting titles like HBR Guide to Negotiating, HBR Guide to Emotional Intelligence, HBR Guide to Making Every Meeting Matters, uh, HBR Guide to Managing Stress at Work, Office Politics, Performance Management, and many, many more. Lah, you know, really interesting topics that I hope I can get all of them. But then, in Sing Dollar, too bad. The currency is not my favor. Anyway, um, I mean... After looking at all these titles, right, the, the one that it says work-life balance actually interested me more. And to be honest, since the beginning of this year, right, I, I have been having questions, a lot of questions about work-life balance. Uh, I have been like struggling when it comes to balancing my work and personal life because everything is going back to normal nowadays, right? And the workload, I tell you, is crazy, like it's, it's increasing. And everything is back to back. And I actually, I also wanted to do more things for myself. Lah. You know, like making my some of my small business ideas come true. Uh, or resume back, making more videos on YouTube. You know, to be honest, there are just a lot of things that is going on in my head. A lot of things I need to do. And also a lot of things that I want to do. And even until now, you know, sometimes I thought I got it. Sometimes I just feel like I'm kneeling it. You know, I can feel that I'm in control. I got everything in place. I know what I'm doing. And then there are some times where I just felt like I'm all over the place. You know, I felt so dry. I felt so lost. I, I don't know what other words I can use, but demotivated, I would say. You know, like I'm, I'm, like I'm over committing and have already surpassed my own limit sometimes, you know. So I, I was just I was just really struggling to find time for myself while juggling around different roles and different responsibilities for my other domains or other commitments like my work, my church, my ministries, uh small businesses, family and all. Like all of them need a certain amount of my attention. All of them need need uh need certain amount of my energy, you know. And I do aware that sometimes I do overcommit and then <laughs> I regret it. At a certain point of time, that's why throughout this year I've been learning uh, how to get how how to actually let go of some of the things, and some people actually feedback to me as well that you know they were surprised that some of the things that or some of the projects that I would usually immediately say yes to, I didn't. In fact, it actually took me quite a while to get back to them instead because I really, really need to check. 
you know, like my task on hand. I, 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 I have to be responsible for my choices. I, I need to check my calendars and stuff like that, you know, making sure that I'm not overloading myself again. Because last time, I always say yes to things and then only go and figure out how to get it done. It's a, like a superhero move. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's entirely wrong. But I would say that it actually really depends on the season that you're in right now, lah, right? And I I remember some some even got offended a little bit, you know, and thought I was no longer keen to work with them or I'm no longer passionate about those stuff that I used to be passionate about, like 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 make, making music, making videos, leading cell groups, going for mission trip, etc. etc. Which I honestly I still am, I really do. Just that now I I need to make a choice, you know, based on the situation, based on the season that I'm in right now. I mean, we really have to be wise on deciding what to take up, you know. I, I know it's a bit cliche, but let me just put it out here, you know, we all have 24 hours, okay. It's it's really sufficient if you really manage it well. So don't overpromise it, don't overcommit, because it's either, it's either going to hurt one of the parties or it's going to hurt both parties, you and the other person, you know, whether you see it coming or not, right? And if you're, I mean, if you're really feeling the same way right now, you know, like recently there are lots, lots of requests coming to you and you are having a hard time to decide whether or not to take up, I can tell you that, you know, it's okay that you take your time to think through uh, before you say yes to another person. You don't have to be shy. This is what I've, I've learned and I'm still learning, right? Like you don't have to be shy. You don't have to feel bad. You don't have to be afraid or too concerned about what that person will think of you because sometimes it's better to not commit than to commit and then you cannot deliver or commit and then you, you have to sacrifice your health. You have to sacrifice your personal time. You have to sacrifice the time with people that you love. And I have to say, in reality, yes, there are tasks that you will immediately say yes to or have to say yes to. Then only you plan and see how you want to do it. Maybe because that is your job, that is your JD, <laughs> or maybe because uh, that is your role or that is your calling, you know. But then do also note that there are also tasks that are negotiable. There are tasks that only... Uh, only you thought you should do or you should take up, but in reality it's just something that you, you it's just something that you feel like doing or or you, you just want to do only, you know, or something that you can actually be delegated to other people as well, or you can actually KIV one, right? So we we're just gonna be wise, we're just gonna know where we are right now, how much space we have left for more things to come in, you know. Um what's our priority now? so on and so forth, all these questions, right? And it's really not easy to make those decisions. I I really, um, yeah, I've, I've been there and, and I can I can really understand sometimes you have to say no to certain things that you dear, it's very dear to your heart. It's not easy, right? Sometimes it's, it's, just, it's just really hard for you to tell that person, but it takes time, you know, it takes time and uh, to, to learn and to get used to it. That's why I find Today's topic is something that oftentimes we neglect, but it's what we all need. Especially if you are so happen to struggle with work-life balance at the moment, I hope that you find this episode helpful uh, and you're able to take away some valuable stuff from here.
right? Now, you see, we all have different identities. We all have different commitments. And each of them comes with different expectations. That's why one of the first things that we need to do is to manage how others see us. And to do that, we also need to change how we act out our identities, you know, how we portray our identities. And as mentioned on this book, it says, sometimes relationships in one part of our lives can exert a pull that makes us ignore other aspects of who we are. Or they can create challenges that make us feel like it's easier to just be unidimensional. You know, for example, when a working father last minute got a call from his boss, okay, imagine this, and then the boss asked him to go entertain some visiting clients. Now, he may reluctantly agree to do it, feeling as though that he has to suppress his parental identity, he has to suppress his um, commitment in order to be a good employee, in order to make his boss like him more, right? Which is not right because he, he wasn't setting the boundary. You get it? So see, to manage how others see you, right, is by first finding a balance between your identities. You know, we all have multiple identities. We all have multiple roles to play. So we got to find that balance first. And then we got to manage them. We got to manage our roles boundaries, setting boundaries for each roles. And then we're going to establish our authenticity. We're going to put it out there, let people know the line. And with that, you have a more healthy relationship with your work and your identities. All right now, let me just recap again. First thing is that you find a balance between your identities. And then the second one is that you manage your roles boundaries, right? You find your identities, you manage each identity's boundaries, right? Each role's boundaries. And then last but not least, you establish the authenticity. Let people know the line, right? And to go a little bit further, which is the topic for today? See, I haven't even gone into the topic for today. So this is a topic for today. We're going to talk about three questions that you can ask yourself before you agree to take on new tasks. You know, once you have managed how others see you, like you have found your balance, you have managed your boundaries, and you establish your authenticity, at the end, it still go back. It's, it still goes back to you. You know, I mean, at some point, you still got to decide whether or not to take up certain tasks that has been thrown to you, right? Like for me, after reading this book, I've been learning to get rid of uh, those things that people thought I should, like quote-unquote should do, so that I can really do what I really need to do and get things done and see actual progress. So that I still have time to do what I'm passionate about and spend time with people that I love. And what do I mean by should, you know? S-H-O-U-L-D, should. According to this book, should are the things that we do out of obligation because we have not thoughtfully considered our true objectives. Or it could even just be things that we do out of fear. Like what if we never get another opportunity? What will others think of us if we say no? What will we think of ourselves if we say no? Are we going to regret it? You know? Questions like this, we will ask for ourselves, right? This is like out of fear. And sometimes should even seems like things that we want to do. No one forces us to do, but we just feel like we're wanting to do. Like just now the example that I give, right? Uh, a man 
asked by his boss to go entertain the client. He he might have the choice to say no, but he he just like the social life. He just like drinking. So that becomes an excuse for him to say yes, <laughs> you know. But again, be aware that when we say yes to shoots, right, like things that we think or we thought that we should do, we might end up over committing. We might end up over committed. Uh, we spread thin, and then we burn out. So. Despite our best intentions, we can end up disappointing ourselves and the people who matters most to us, just because we are overcommitting. So to avoid that, here are three questions you can ask yourself before agreeing to take on new task. Now, question number one is, what is my motivation? Now there are two kinds of motivation: intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. Now, intrinsic motivation is a drive that comes from within, or like an expression of our true desires or our core values, right? Whereby extrinsic motivation, on the other hand, is found on outside factors such as money, prestige, or praise. So the question is, how do we identify our motivators? How do you know what's your motivation? Well, you can ask yourself questions like, you know, for example, uh, when when you're asked to join a board. When you're asked to join a committee, for example, and you are actually considering it, is it because you feel that you should say yes to such a flattering opportunity, or because you are truly passionate about that organization's mission and vision? You know, or when you're given a great collaboration or partnership deal from a client, are you really considering it because of the profit you'll get? Or because it truly aligns with your company's long-term vision, and to 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 put it simply, lah, is to find your why. Why are you saying yes to taking up that task? Why are you saying yes to taking up that particular deal, sign that particular deal? You know what's the motivation behind? So again, it's it's about the intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation, and trust me. It can be complicated to actually disentangle these both, like intrinsic and the extrinsic one, because, like, let's be real, lah. In reality, our motivations is not black and white, right? Sometimes it might just feel like you truly want to do that particular thing, or you just it just feels like you want to sign that particular deal, commit to that particular project, you know? It just feels like you truly want to do it. But if you are really honest with yourself, right, you might admit that you only want to do it. Just because you want to be seen either by yourself or by others, you know, as a nice guy, as a generous, as a wise and smart person, you know, r- rather than because you really want to do it. So, if you find yourself saying yes to something only for extrinsic rewards like praise, recognition, money, prestige, and so on, instead of uh intrinsic motivation like your like like it it ties with your true values. Uh, your passion or your genuine desire, then you know just take a while. You know just stop for a moment. Uh, consider if those tasks are considered should that you should reject or get rid of. All right. So this is the first question. What is my motivation? Now the second question is: Does it align with my values? Like, does my commitments match my convictions? So. This part is about identifying our core values, 
Because to be to be to be able to confidently get rid of our shoots, right? We need to first align our decisions with our core values. And here's an activities that you can do. I mean, to actually help you out, you know, uh, to identify. Now, you can take a piece of paper right now, you know, and draw a table uh, with four columns, right? And then on the first column, list down those things that uh, matter most to you. You know, it can be things like spending more time with family, um, keep your spiritual and physical health in check, uh, save up X amount for retirement by when, uh, hit X amount of sales target by end of this month, blah, 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 you know, contribute to community service and so on, so on, so on and so forth, right? So these are your so-called values, right? So list down at least five of them. Uh, please be specific. Don't just write family, money, <laughs> you know, be, be specific, okay? And then on the other three columns is for you to assess your resources, which is money, time, and energy. So you can evaluate how much money and time you spend on each of those values in a week on the second and third column. Like, you know, you have, you have 168 hours in a week, right? How much time you spend on putting in the work to hit that X amount of sales target, for example. Get it? And then on the fourth column, denote the quality of the physical and mental energy you devote to those values. Values that receive your peak attention gets one, like you can just draw a plus icon, no plus icon, the plus sign. <laughs> okay, so uh, you, you, just, you just put a plus over there, right? For those uh, values that receive your peak attention. And then those values that receive your attention when you are less energetic, you'll just put a minus sign over there. Like for me, conducting trainings or working out is a plus because it requires lots of my energy. And reading a book may be a negative because it requires less energy, right? And once you're done filling them up, you now have an idea of how you spend your resources. You, know, you should now be able to identify those big gaps. And with that, you might realize that how some values receive little to none of your resources. And some values actually receive a huge portion, you know, a huge disproportionate share of your resources compared to the others. Right? So everything you can see very clearly over here. Now, then you go back to those requests or the shoots decision that you have made or have been considering recently, you know, see where do all those fit into this list. Like will those tasks eat up the time, the money or the energy that you, you want to or you should have allocated to one of your other core commitments? Like do you have to give up the time that you can spend with your family to attend a client on the weekend? You know, or do you have to give up the energy that you could have spent on building that small business of yours to sitting in that committee and or, or something else, lah, right? Just because everyone else say that you are capable, everyone else say that you, you should, right? Or let me go off topic a little bit. <laughs> Speaking about resources, like, do you have to spend that few thousand dollars that you should have saved up for a house, for example? To, to get the latest iPhone that all your friends are now having, 
and you feel like that, that you, you, you actually feel that pressure to get it you know you get what I mean like especially nowadays people around you just just keep telling you that you know you should own one of this you know you should own this iPhone 14 Pro Max or you should wa- you should own that Apple Watch Ultra you know to be considered as cool you know or, or even you yourself think that you should get one so that you won't be missing out <laughs> you know so I mean it's it's all about the status game isn't it and remember that all those uh, hard-earned money that you have been putting in to your bank account, you traded it with your time and your energy. So if you decided to go for it, you are literally just spending all the three resources that you mentioned just now, right? So again, think wisely. Know, like, like Use your resources wisely, okay? And then if you... If you again, if you take a step back, right, you realize that all these are actually choices. You 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 get to choose, and whatever you choose, you are responsible for it, of course, right. And it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. Uh, those were just some of the very simple examples that I can think of. But I I believe you will come across uh harder ones. You know, when, when you want to make decision whether to go for it or not. Just not the other example is just a simple one, right? Just to give you an idea. So remember to always keep your core values in check and ask yourself, you know, like this, whatever task like, that comes to you, right? Does this task actually aligns with your core values? Always look back to, to the to the list. Always look back to all these, like the, the, the core values that you listed down, right? Does it align with your core values? Does it help you to achieve what you need to achieve? Does it help you to achieve one of the values that you have listed down there? If not, do you really have to do it? Do you really need to commit to it at that time? You know, if the answer is no, then reject it, you know, or refer it to someone else. All right? So that's it. That's pretty much on the second question. Now let's move on to the final question. The third question which is, do I have a choice? Now, I think too many of us jump into this question first without considering the first two questions that I've mentioned just now. Right? We, we take a look at our calendars. We see, oh, there's a bit of time over there. There's a bit of free time. Then we just straight away commit, you know, slot into that empty space, you know, um, just commit to something before we even consider whether or not it fits our intrinsic motivations or not, or whether or not if it, it actually fits our core values, right? I mean, of course, sometimes we'll have to do things for extrinsic reasons, right? Uh, do things that take us away from our other commitments. I mean, every job has its own downright unpleasant aspects. For example, as a salesperson, you may not like networking, Right? but you will have to do it because it's part of generating new leads for the business. That's your job or that's your responsibility, right? But with that being said, we also have to take note that actually even some of the things that don't feel optional, sometimes they are or often they are. Like, for example, as as a leader, a manager or an executive, you know, maybe you feel that you should attend every single meeting that you are being invited to. Despite having very little time at the end uh, to complete your actual task, you still attend to all those meetings. And maybe end up you find yourself spending additional evening hours to just catch up with all the works that you are supposed to do, right? 
Um, not not sure if you have been through, but for me, I'm guilty of it. I used to be like that. Uh, even up to today, sometimes I still tempted to do that. Like I feel the need to be involved in every single discussions. Um, if not, I I feel I feel bad or I feel that I'm not being responsible. You know, and I I actually feel that need to uh, hands on every single thing. I I'm I'm not sure if you can relate to it, right? Um, it's it's not that I don't trust the people I'm working with. I just feel responsible to whatever outcome that they produce. You no, know, if it goes well, great, we celebrate. But what if it goes bad? Who who is responsible for it? You know, so I I I will have to own it. So I'll always carry that weight on me, as though I I I don't have a choice. But then, if if you are in this state, you can actually ask yourself this: You know, do you really have to see into all the meetings? For example, let let's just talk about meetings, lah. Right. So again, I will say the short answer is no. But again, <laughs> context matters. I I don't know what's your role, what role you are playing. But in general, I would say you don't have to see into every single meeting. You know, you 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 can make a choice, right? You can either keep going to unnecessary meetings and live miserably, or you can stop attending to some of them. You know, trust your team to do their jobs, and then with that, you win back your free time to actually complete tasks that you were given to do, you were supposed to do. Right, I'm. I'm not gonna touch on the details of the difference between like being busy and being productive, lah. But in short, is that one actually get things done, right? And the other one don't. Just feel very busy. I think a lot of meetings, a lot of calls, but it just don't get things done, <laughs> right? And so we we need to make sure that. We don't fall into the trap of feeling as if we are doing a lot of things means that we are getting things done, okay? That is that that is that is not not true, right? That there are there are a clear difference between them, right? So you need to know like, are you really getting things done or not, okay? And I think as mentioned in this book as well, it says you are the architect of your life. Don't let others design it for you. Remember that you have a choice about most of the shoots, right? So I hope it gives you a new perspective when you are dealing with choices, when you are dealing with requests in your workplace. And I think at the end of the day, if you apply what I've shared today, um, it it does not only help you to be productive in your work, but it also will help you gain control in your personal life. No, especially if you are someone who are working on the nine to five day job, uh, don't mix up your work and personal life. That's something that I learned and I'm still learning as well, right? That I think that's also my hope. That's also my goal for this episode. You know that you are aware of the choices that you make, so that you can have a work life balance. Um, if you know me personally. I I also have to tell you this that I'm definitely no master on it yet. <laughs> okay, I'm still learning as well, and also still working on it. So along the journey, I mean, uh, if you if you face any challenge or maybe this episode spoke to you, 
in some way, uh, please share with me on IG. You know, we can encourage one another. Uh, you can either share it on your story and tag me at Joshua Kuei and also tag me, uh, tag the podcast IG as well at All Things About Life Pod POD, right? Or you can just DM me if you want to keep it private. You know, I can really, um, I mean, I, I, I can't really describe how much this means to me, but I just want to let you know that it means a lot and it will definitely encourages me to keep it going as well. You know, knowing that what we do on this podcast, uh, the time, the effort that we put in is actually worth it because it speaks to people uh, and bring actual value to the community. Right? So, yeah. Um, I mean, wow, we have covered quite a lot today. Uh, if if you have listened until here, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I really hope that you, you learned something today and you, you really bring back something valuable, right? And do take your time to digest and we'll meet again on the next episode. Take care and see you soon. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you find today's episode valuable. If you do, Share with your friends or community as well and tag me on Instagram at Joshua Kui. It really helps the pod grow and reach more people. And your feedback means a lot to us as well. So do leave us a review and let us know your thoughts or if you have any suggestions. We would love to see how we can make this entire experience great for you. And do visit our website at www.joshkui.com. Sign up for our newsletter and we will drop the summary of each episode to your inbox on every Wednesday so that you can always refer back to some of the key points that I talk about whenever you want. I'm Josh. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.